Hey everyone, it's Mark and Kate, and today we're going to be talking about how student loans contribute to the cycle of poverty and how Robert F. Smith and organizations like Purdue University are helping break that cycle of poverty. As many of you know, Robert F. Smith paid for the student loans of roughly 400 Morse House College graduates during his commencement speech on May 19, 2019. Smith is a graduate of Morehouse College, a predominantly African-American community that is entirely male. Smith was asked to give a speech during the graduation and surprised these 400 young men by telling them that he would be paying for an estimated $40 million to pay off their student loans. Once people caught wind of this massive donation, they took to social media sites such as Twitter and Snapchat to express their feelings. Many talked about how this donation will impact many families and helping them get out of the cycle of poverty. Not only do student loans affect people's lifestyles and mental state, but this debt can continue through generations due to interest rates and the fact that even if you die, your student debt will still need to be paid off either through your assets or through other family members. Student loans are a contributor to the cycle of poverty due to the fact that they will never really go away and continue throughout generations. By Smith generously ridding these graduates of their loans, he also helped some of them escape the cycle of poverty. This will allow for them to pursue the, their career paths, save for their own children's college, and live the lifestyle they work for instead of worrying about paying off their loans. This allows for them to save for their own retirement in kids' college. College in the United States is generally paid for by the person that attends college, which usually ends up in a lot of student loans that take many years to pay off. There are scholarships and grants and other ways of paying for college, but they are slim, so when people like Robert F. Smith generously pay off student debt, it's a big deal. Obviously, this doesn't happen very much. There are a few people in the U.S. They have, that have the ability and would want to free people of their student loans. Many banks and even bankers love student loans because of their interest, they, because of the interest they generate and the high amounts of money people have to take out in order to complete schooling. This debate of college tuition has led to the discussion about if everyone should be able to attend free college or if college should continue to be a private investment. Politicians are using tactics such as free college to help win people's votes to get into office. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, otherwise known as AOC, a U.S. representative from New York, has been an advocate for free college since the beginning. Her main point has been, if other countries can do it, why can't we? Which is fair, since countries such as Norway, Germany, and Sweden and other countries have implemented similar programs and have been very successful. In many other countries, college isn't as costly for a student to attend, which means they are able to pay for student loans faster than and for less interest. <clears throat> so why would free college work in other countries, but not the U.S.? I believe that this plan, while it is noble and a good idea, isn't reasonable for the United States. There is over $1.3 trillion in student debt in the United States, and to just let that add on to our debt would be economically stupid. College is meant to be an investment that people would take seriously and should financially be in charge of. By paying for college, not only are we allowing 44 million people to not pay their debts, but by paying for future generations, we aren't teaching them many life skills that will help them to be successful and productive in the workforce. Student loans give people an incentive to contribute to their job and teach them how to manage their money, to work hard, and to make them appreciate the education they receive. Making a college go governmental paid wouldn't allow for these young adults to fully understand the importance of their education, which won't make them as grateful to have, especially for free. 
This would be a major hit to the U.S. economy, and if our country hadn't been built on college being paid for privately, this may have been a different story. But I personally believe that college should be paid for by the person. Donations such as Smith's are amazing and noble and should be encouraged, but the reality is that many people won't be beneficiaries of donations such as these. And therefore, there should be different changes within the college system, such as reducing college tuition price since it is so expensive, especially since many students don't receive a high-paying job outside of college. Changes within the college system have been happening, which is a great step in the right direction. For example, Purdue University has implemented the Backup Boiler or Income Share Agreement Fund. This fund is used by sophomores, juniors, and seniors at Purdue University. How this works is the student applies for the fund and agrees to the terms. The student's major will be paid for, but the student must repay the debts after college. They will pay for up to 10 years after finding a job outside of school and will pay a percentage of their income if they are making more than $34,000 a year. The point of this new payment method is to revolutionize the way college is being paid for. Short term, this experiment works well, but in the long term, it is unsure how well this ISA will perform. With Purdue being the only school that has this system in place, the corporation hopes that other colleges will join in and make college more affordable in the future. What's better about this new SIA fund than the usual student loan? The income shared agreement still allows you to not make such large sacrifices from your income after school. The ordinary student loan often has interest rates of about 4.8%. So on top of the payments you're making, you're paying a lot more because of interest. On the other hand, with an ISA fund, <clears throat> you're paying up to 17% of your income if you make $54,000 a year, or 9% if you're making $34,000 annually. With little to no interest rates on the ISAs, you will take less time paying off your debts, or you will pay smaller portions that are less damaging to your normal life. So overall, this is similar to a loan, but is paid off in a more effective way than the usual student loans. So I know you're going to college next year. How will you be paying for it? So I'll be attending Drake University in the fall of 2019 and will be studying pre-law, international business, and a minor in Spanish. Like you, for me, I was one of the beneficiaries of both an academic and athletic scholarship. Drake is a private school in Des Moines, Iowa, and is around $55,000 a year, which is fairly expensive. With my joint scholarship, I was, I was responsible for paying around $25,000 a year, but since my grandparents offered to pay for part of my college, I am going to school without taking out any loans, which is a huge relief. While I'm covered for undergrad, I'm expecting to take out some sort of loan for law school, which will be a very expensive investment, but should be worth the expense. How are you plan planning on paying for college? I will be attending DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. Fortunately for me, I received about $16,000 in scholarship money for academics. On top of that, I'm in a program for, for Indiana that will pay the tuition of any school in state. So the tuition is covered and the money from my scholarship will cover room and board and, any, and anything else that I need. The cherry on top is the fact that I will be making money by going to college. My stepdad's job, job is offering to cut me a direct check of about what 50% of the tuition is worth if I finish my school year with a GPA of above 3.5. In the end, I should be making about ten dollars to $15,000 a year just from going to school. For me, paying for college isn't an issue, but it is for most people, so I'm grateful for the education that I'm receiving.
Well, it sounds like we both lucked out, but we know there are many students in our grade that weren't so lucky, which is why programs like the ISA at Purdue are revolutionizing the way we pay for college. It sounds like a good compromise between thousands of dollars of student loans and having the government take responsibility of paying the students' college tuitions. Overall, I think we can agree that student loans are a problem in the United States and that something within the system needs to change. In the next few years, I am sure that something will change, but for now, the system remains. Thank you.